My name is John Beetha and I'm the producer and sometimes co-host for Alternative Health Tools, which was started in 2014 with Lisa Thorpe. It's a longer story, but what this is all about is uh, we're bringing on two new co-hosts. These are real troublemakers. <laughs> it's uh, Lisa Kasanoff and Angie Eights. And, uh, that would then be Leslie, not Lisa. <laughs> did I say Lisa Kasanoff? Yeah, you did. Mixing the two of us up. I like it. Uh, excuse me, I'll be right back. I'm going to do some more CBD oil. <laughs> so it's Leslie Kasanoff, and she's a DR, and we know what that means. And then you can see uh, Lisa Victoria there. She's in the UK. And uh, you can listen to whatever episode on alternativehealthtools.com to find out more about Lisa. She's our angel in the room, <laughs> for sure. That's a long story how we met. But uh, anyway, I wanted to make introductions, and I'm happy to not talk too much. Because Lisa and I met when she was here in California in Car Carlsbad at a uh, first Friday breakfast, I think it was. And we found ourselves at a table of six and when she opened her mouth and started talking, I swear to God, I thought there was an angel speaking, you know, because of the way she is. And she says, yeah, I get that a lot. So we had a conversation and uh, I was looking for somebody that wanted to jump into the opportunity and she did. And it's just been fabulous. And then Leslie and Angie, uh, you know, I'm not sure. Leslie and I have known each other for a couple of years because we're in a networking group at Mary Kravitz, WatchUsThrive.com, which is a fabulous network. And then Angie, you came through, I can't remember his name. Somebody recommended you. Um, yes, I was on your other uh, podcast. Right, which that episode is yet to be released, but it will be. But... Um, <laughs> And so Leslie and Angie have been working together, and uh, we have episodes um, basically worked out all the way through the new year. And then Lisa, of course, has been throwing new episodes into the works too. And unfortunately, those are or fortunately those will end up after the first of the year as well. But do introductions of yourself. Like I said, I'm John Beethan, the producer and the president of Imagine Podcasting. I'll let whoever wants to go first go. I'll go. Maybe. I'll start it. So I'm Angie Eights, and I'm all about the business of integrative and functional medicine. That's what I do and I love. I've trained over uh, 10,000 practitioners, integrative functional practitioners internationally. I've worked with over 5,000 of my own clients and my own integrative centers. And I have an online program and it's a, a multifaceted program. It's the Institute of Holistic Integrative Studies where we have a practitioner academy, a business academy, and then our membership. So I am all things the business of integrated functional medicine. I believe that every person in the world deserves an integrative approach to their health care, where I teach the four pillars. I believe that every practitioner, clinician, doctor, whatever title you want to call yourself, deserves a sustainable income, <laughs> which, you know, most individuals in that profession are not entrepreneurs. They haven't had that entrepreneur training and they tend to be burnout and broke. And I'm on a mission to fix that. And then I also believe that we need um, a group, which we do a membership of unconditional love, supportive, celebrating, collaborative professionals that just want to make the world better. And while doing that, make our life better and create income doing it. So that's what I do. And I live in the Midwest of the United States. And I that's what I do. I love it. That's my purpose and passion. Oh, my gosh. It, it sounds like you don't fool around. <laughs> I don't fool around at all. Uh, you'll notice on our podcast that Leslie and I do, I am just like boom, 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 boom. 
this is what we're doing. This is what you need. Uh, you know, this is what's going to do for you. This is what we want you to do next. And yeah, that's, that's me. 20 years in corporate America. That's how I was raised. And that's, you know, it's business with a little love splash. I mean, there's love. <laughs> You offer a great service for those people coming out of school, younger people typically that just haven't really a clue how to run their business. Yes, absolutely. That's awesome. All right. So who's next? I'm not calling out. I'm going to let you guys just jump in. So I'm Nisa Victoria, and I've got to follow Angie on that. Um, so I'm across the other side of the pond in the UK, and I was born and raised in Wales on a farm. So had my welly boots on, and I started off life as an accountant. Um, so how do I go from an accountant to a holistic, intuitive health coach? Really, it was part of my journey, and... I yeah was on burnout in corporate and I kept stumbling across all these alternative health tools along my way and I thought these really work and I integrated them into my life and then I found my purpose a little bit like Angie was talking about my purpose in life. It, I was very much a square peg in a round hole in the corporate world and I wanted to shine my light bright and help more people. Um, so I qualified as a holistic health coach and nutritionist but with a specialist in mindset so I'm really passionate about about showing people how to access their heart voice to really truly shine and live the life that they deserve and to tap into that message from their heart because often we live in our heads and the answers aren't in our heads they're in our hearts and we can follow our guidance from there so I work with the doctor's surgery um, locally but I also have my own private clients um, I'm creating an online course at the minute and that's going to be launched in the new year when my book comes out live so I've got my wonderful four-legged friend Lord Louis who has been an inspiration to me and we've created a book together so it's a book um, on be happy now and it's an enlightening tale of hope guidance and self-love through the eyes of an earth angel dog so lord louis takes us on a journey as to how we can love ourselves more and be more kind to ourselves and have some more hope for the future so in a nutshell that's that's me john that's awesome. It, it actually, if I may, it reminds me, um, I don't remember what episode number, but a couple times we brought on Carrie Lake. She's really worth looking up on alternativehealthtools.com, the podcast, because she actually wrote a book called Listen Like a Horse, mm -hmm. subtitled Relationships Without Dominance. She's the one I think that I first came aware of a line that basically says, the mind cannot understand the matters of the heart. So yeah. anyway, good for you, Lisa. You know, awesome. So let me see who wants to go next, Leslie. <laughs> well, <laughs> I guess there's no one else. <laughs> so I am Leslie Kaznoff, and um, I am health coach and consultant, and I've morphed into that after 25 years of having a holistic chiropractic practice, and 10 years before that as a medical lab scientist. And how did I go from a medical lab scientist to the other side of the fence being a chiropractor and holistic practitioner? And that was basically out of an incident um, that happened where I had to assist in a bone marrow bi biopsy and then later found out that the person that was having that procedure, that horrendous procedure done, wasn't even going to be treated for whatever was diagnosed. And I just, it was like the light bulb went on and I said, I can't do this. 
because I have no power in the position that I'm in to affect a change in that paradigm. So I'm going to the other side of the fence and I'm going to help people from having to get into that hospital bed in the first place. And so I went back to school, worked, like I said, 25 years in holistic chiropractic practice. And then through some of my own health experiences, kind of found this whole new realm of moved more into the health coaching and consulting, working mainly with women, kind of in the perimenopausal time of life and beyond that. So that's basically what I'm doing at this point. And I've always had a real passion for everything that's related to living your life from more of a natural perspective. So that's me. All right. Introductions are done. So uh, I'm going to actually ask either one of you, any of you, to basically uh, just uh, let us know a little bit about what has your attention in health and nutrition and, and all that right now. Ooh. <laughs> that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would say for me, it's a combination of all the, let's say, garbage for just a generic term that's going on with COVID right now and the medical approach, and also the attempt by medicine to start doing their version of trying to bring coaching and consulting and a more proactive response to what's going on and <laughs> just having this kind of listening that for everything they've done in the past hundred years, I don't have a whole lot of confidence that they're going to do it well. <laughs> okay. That's, but that's a podcast. Remains to be seen. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll tag off of that. So, um, you know, Leslie's referring to the CPT codes that have been approved last year, and then they were updated this year on health and wellness coaching on certain board certified uh, programs then qualify for the CPT code. So they're really looking at that preventive care model. Again, that will be interesting to see. My big passion and focus is really empowering and equipping the person, everyone, to really take their healthcare back in their own hands. We've seen globally that it's a challenge, and I'm not going to get into the politics or anything else about the pandemic or anything. Uh, I'm just going to say that it's real, it's reality, but what we've learned is the power of the pause and to really what's important. I believe mm -hmm. we needed a reset globally. Um, I can speak on the US, we needed a reset big time. But I also believe that we're really being forced to look at those emotional triggers within mm -hmm. and find out what really is the heart singing as Lisa was referring to, right? What's really the heart singing? What's our real purpose? And taking our healthcare back and realizing that a pill for an ill, even natural pill for an ill, is not the answer anymore, but it's really owning your lifestyle and owning who you are and living in your purpose and your passion. And that's what's got my attention. And it also has got my like drive. <laughs> you can't tell. Um, seriously, wake up and realize that you were made for greatness. And what's it going to take to to heal the past traumas, the generational traumas? Because they're glaring at us energetically. If you look at astrology, uh, biblically, if you look at revelations, it's glaring at us right now. And what's got my attention is it's your chance to stand in your genius. And you want to really select the mentor and the group to help you take you there. So it's time to take our healthcare back in our own hands. That's what's got my attention, John. Wow. Well said, Angie. Very yeah, no well kidding. said. <laughs> no messing about again. <laughs> and yeah, to follow on from that, I echo everything that's been said and, you know, empowering people to take back control of their health. And quite often when I'm working with patients in, in the surgeries, 
In the UK, we have a different model and our NHS, our National Health Service, is um, it's, it's a free healthcare service. So quite often patients, they will, they'll present to the doctor expecting to be fixed. And my job as a health coach working with them is to empower them with the tools to prevent the health issues from occurring in the first place and give them some tools to be able to take back that control of their health. But certainly something that's popping up at the minute that's really quite a passion of mine is what's happened over the last couple of years is people have had to slow down. They couldn't be human doings anymore. They've had to be human beings. They've not been able to go out, do, do, do. And what that's actually lifted and bowled up in people that I'm seeing is lots of emotions from past traumas or past events that they now don't know how to channel or transition through or how to deal with them. And I'm really passionate about empowering people to use those emotions and move forward a little bit like what Angie was saying about how to kind of step into your truth and step into, you know, you were born to thrive, not just born to survive the, the, the nine to five. And that's something that I'm really passionate about at the moment is getting people to open up to their heart voice and not try and keep the lid on emotions because we're human beings we're not human doings and get people to step into their power and really, you know, own that and own, own their health like we're talking about. It sounds like what you're talking about, like everybody here is talking about is just like, wake up, yeah, wake exactly. up, like, you know, the gifts of the pandemic are slow down, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm, I still, I still treat my health as if. I was in lockdown in many respects. You know, I have a home-based office and go out a little bit, but I'm careful. And I walk a lot. So I'll take breaks. I'll walk, you know, I'll work for maybe an hour, hour and a half working on something or whatever. And then I'll go for a walk for like 10, 15 minutes. And it's just getting out and fresh air and that sort of thing. People have probably heard me say before, probably in the last six months, one of the ahas that really has helped me a lot is to understand that in terms of the learning process, we learn most, not solely by our experiences, but by the contemplation of our experiences. And I think that's what's been going on for the last solid year, is people have been really contemplating their life, really contemplating do they really they really want to be doing what they're doing, you know? And I actually want to share something. I'm probably going to share it a little bit later on LinkedIn, but I listened to the Isra Klein show, okay? So uh, an episode he released a couple days ago, actually it was released today, which I listened to this morning, which was incredible, is titled The Case Against Loving Your Job. And he goes down the rabbit hole with Sarah Jaffe. And she's a journalist that basically writes about, you know, the workforce and labor. It's a, it's a good lesson because um, there's been a lot of shifts in the last year in terms of what people have been doing because... You know, one of the, um, in a sense, injustices we've gone through in the last year and a half or so is these, um, you know, the workers that were designated, um, what was the designation they were given? Essential workers? Yes, exactly. Essential workers. We have put a lot of people into a very difficult situation. Mm -hmm. So these essential workers never had that time of contemplation. Plus, statistically, about 40% of the 600, 700,000 people that died here in the United States were all essential workers. These were people that were literally on the front lines. So I, I, I approach most of what my relationships are these days with a great amount of compassion because mm-hmm. we have not a clue what people go through, have gone through, and you know continue to go through. We just don't know. Yeah. 
So oh. compassionate care to me is a really a part of it. And Lisa, I was going to like ask you, it's like you want to empower people, Lisa, Leslie and Angie too, to just like take your, take it, take it back, take your own health back. So how do you do that with people? I mean, what do you, it's not so much what do you say, but um, how do you show up for other people to model that they can take their health back? How do you do that? Simply for me, I share my story and my journey. You know, I went from a 23-year-old at university with chronic fatigue syndrome diagnosed. I'd been under the doctors for two years, test after test after test. And in the end, the doctors just basically said, it's all in your head. Here's some antidepressants. You're going to end up in a wheelchair. And at the age of 23, I just felt like my whole life had been taken away from me. You know, relationships, career, health. It was just all on a decline. And it was only through alternative health that I was able to get my life back. And that was from me taking control and finding alternative health practitioners who helped me through nutrition, through help me through, you know, natural medicine um, and through that mindset to know that wasn't actually going mad. I just experienced a lot of antibiotics growing up that had decimated my, my gut health. And that's why I was experiencing a lot of fatigue. Mm -hmm. And no one had told me that through my whole medical journey. And that's part of the reason why I'm passionate about helping people take back control of their health is to know that there's a different way. And when I share my story, what that shares with people is hope. Um, I'm 40 now and I'm not in a wheelchair and I'm the healthiest, happiest, most fulfilled version of myself that uh, you know I could ever be. And I want to share that gift with other people to know that there's a different way. And I was listening to Angie and Leslie's podcast on homeopathy. And it's like, if, if I don't know the answers, then I'll refer to somebody who might know the answers, a specialist in that area. But as a holistic health coach, I'm there to almost triage them and to say, look, you don't have to live with this forever, whether it's a mental well-being condition or a physical well-being condition. And quite often my private clients, they'll come and they say, I feel stuck. And it's often their mindset that's holding them back. And it's like, you don't need antidepressants. We just need to do some coaching. You know, life happens to us all and we have no antiviral software on our lives. We're not taught this stuff at school. You know, the, the iPads, the laptops have more antiviral software on them. But when life happens to us, we think we're broken and we need fixing. And I show them that they're not broken. They don't need fixing. They just need to go on a healing journey. And yeah, I guess that that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say very, very much the same thing from my perspective is walking your talk. For me, you know, I've had my own health challenges and, you know, I've used, used those challenges as well to learn what I needed to learn and make the changes that I did. You know, I basically lost my gallbladder when I was slightly over 30 years old from eating crap and no, nobody sitting down and saying, well, you know, if you really changed your diet and cut out all that dairy and fat, that would never happen because I was looking at it, well, I don't eat meat, so where's it coming from? But it was coming from a ton of other crap that I was eating. Learning my own lessons along the way and incorporating change and being, you know, I think I'm the oldest person here. <laughs> And, you know, I mean, I'll just put it out there. I'm 65 years old and I, I went on a 600 plus mile bicycle ride over three weeks this summer through Colorado, Utah and Montana, you know, and it's just like, you know, that's what I want to tell people is I'm no fantastic athlete. I have not been a fantastic athlete for my entire life. I just put the pieces in place and continue to do what, what I need to do every day in my life so that I can live the kind of life that I want to live and do the things that I want to be able to do until the day I die. 
that's what I live. That's how I model it. And that's what I try, you know, try to teach my clients. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I have to piggyback off. I think really what's happened is that we've been given permission for the first time in most of our lives to pause. We've been <laughs> given permission, right? To really shift our mindset into what is it that we really want? And so to answer your question directly, John, I'm very much similar to Lisa. I mean, I overcame multiple autoimmune diseases. So I was looking at a six-month-old baby diagnosed with chronic fatigue, then fibromyalgia, then Hashimoto's. And let me just give you the list. And once I began on that journey that did not involve mind-altering prescription drugs, I might add, you know, and I began on that journey, I ultimately was able to give birth to twins, which they said I would never be able to do. Uh, didn't carry them full term, but I gave birth to them and they're happy and healthy to this day. And what I really see is that I can be through my story, just like Lisa indicated, right? Through our story, we do give that hope, but ultimately we give that permission that you are as valuable as I was. And like Leslie indicated, to really show them you can do this. I mean, yeah. she's 65 going hundreds of miles. I mean, seriously, get off the couch, people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Get off the couch, right? And so... So that, that's what I do. I'm, I'm very much similar. I, I'm giving permission and I'm helping individuals shift their mindset, whether that is through my shamanic work that I'm doing it, whether that's through a practitioner relationship with money, right? You should earn money. You, you need to earn money. Or whether that's with somebody new that's wanting to open a DPC, a, a direct primary care, whatever that is, is I'm really standing in that gap for them. And I really think that's what Leslie and Lisa both are saying, right? Is yeah. that we stand in that gap for our client, whatever that looks like, whomever that client is, giving them permission, pushing that what I call that letter across the table saying, stand in your power. And what is what makes your heart sing? Because we are in a world right now that if you're not living your purpose, you will be ill, period, mm -hmm. ill, period. I mean, I can, mm -hmm. you know, we can go dispense a Lipton, Alexander Lloyd. I mean, we can go through all of it, right? <laughs> and so I, I really, I really admire Lisa, your journey and Leslie, your journey. And, mm -hmm. and I believe as we continue to tell our story, but also give tangible, implementable tools and techniques to these people, everybody around, including each other. Mm -hmm. That's the key. So really permission and shifting the mindset. That's my mm -hmm. answer, John, my final answer. <laughs> and it obviously you stand by it. I do. I do. Yeah. Yeah. I actually want to, I actually want to wrap this up fairly soon. Um, so, but um, from each of you, one actionable step that somebody could take on this journey. We've used the word, you know, empowering yourself to actually own yourself and own your health. What, what actionable step could uh, someone take? And actually, I don't, nothing's coming to mind now except for go for a walk. But um, <laughs> And that's a valuable yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, walk. And nature, in my opinion, is yeah. the great balancer. If you're not feeling good, just get out in nature because nature is in balance, largely. Mm -hmm. But and uh, I could go on and on about that, but I'm not going to. But one actionable step that anybody could take to immediately get gain um, a sense of health improvement. I got it. I got one. Clarity. Get clarity. Mm -hmm. What does that really look like? I mean, you can make your New Year's resolution every year to release weight, but you don't do anything about it because that's not really what you want. 
right? To really look yourself in the mirror for the first time, tell yourself you love yourself a million times until you don't cry and get clarity. What do you really want? Not the projections from growing up and your partner and the dog next door. No offense to your dog, Lisa, <laughs> you know, but what, what is it? Clarity. What is it you really want? You're praying to God, universe, you're asking, but your calendar doesn't reflect it. And you take a right turn at Albuquerque every time you say it. So that's self-sabotage. So you really don't have clarity. clarity. So it, it, from my perspective, it begs the question, how do you gain clarity? As an example, when I was studying NLP and stuff, uh, the guy that was teaching was really good. And he had this small bottle and it had just water in it and some like clay. And he would use it as a metaphor to help me get clear. He would take the bottle that was sitting there, like, and you could see the little clay in the bottom, and he would simple, simply shake it, and it would get like foggy in there, and he would pass it off to me and said, say, make it clear. So how do you, how do you get clarity, Angie, mm -hmm. simply put? Uh, well, I have processes I guide folks through, but simply put, be quiet, listen, and keep asking yourself, if I knew the answer, it would be, and what oh, comes to you? I love that one, actually. It's one of my favorite NLP. <laughs> yeah, it is an NLP thing. It's it like, <laughs> like, if you did know, what would it be? Right. Exactly. Just kind of piggybacking off of what Angie said, you know, if you can't figure it out for yourself, find a coach that can help you. But that's, but where I wanted to go with what people people can do. I, I tend to deal a lot more in the physical realm. So I'm going to say, start examining what you're putting on the end of your fork and what you're putting into your body. And look at it from the perspective of, is this a substance that was meant for the human body? 90% of the ills, physical ills that we run into are a result of all of the mechanized garbage that we eat. <laughs> Amen, sister. And yes. just, Amen. <laughs> just start there. I'm not going to go down the tunnel of what foods to eat, what foods not to eat. I'm just going to say, we all know what real food is. One of the things that I tell people is pretend that you're some native from the outback, outbacks of Australia or, you know, South America or somewhere and walk into the grocery store as though you've never seen a grocery store before, what do you recognize as food? You're going to recognize your fruits, your veggies, your beans, your whole grains, your legumes, your nuts. Maybe you'll recognize the meat, although you're used to seeing it a different, in a different format. You'll recognize that as food. All that stuff in the middle of the store, you're not going to recognize as food. Leave it there. Oh, that is so... <laughs> Simple and wise. All right. So <laughs> next time I go shopping, I'll go around the edge, right? Perimeter, yeah. yeah. <laughs> actually, I noticed Trader Joe's actually does the same thing. Pretty much, you know, all the good stuff's on the outside. Yeah, that's that's standard. Yeah. Oh. Okay, Lord, Lu I mean, Lisa. Lord Louis, he's not here. <laughs> Wonderful tips already. And piggy piggybacking off both of them, actually, you know, 
when you're talking about the garbage, Leslie, the garbage of what you're putting in your body or on your body, and also picking up on what Angie said, it's the garbage of sometimes our thoughts as well. And mm -hmm. it's, you know, how that can impact on our physical well-being. So as a hybrid of everything that everyone said, and John, you shaking that bottle and the stillness of when that bottle settles down and you get clarity again. For me, when I'm working with clients, I do a mini meditation and I get them to put their hand on their heart and I say just close your eyes for a minute and just take a deep breath and just take some deep breaths and just drop to your heart and then just ask yourself what do I need to know next? What do I need to do next? Who's going to be in my path next? And just wait and watch and notice. And when we are still enough for long enough and we drop to our heart for answers, that's when the ideas pop in. That's when I call it, we're connected to cosmic Google. It's like we're connected to our Wi-Fi. we're connected to home. Home is where you know our heart is. And that's where we're connected to all this intuition and the knowing what's right for us in that right moment, because we're all unique and we're all individual. And when we go to our heads, that's when we disconnect from our Wi-Fi. and no answers live there. That's the murkiness in the bottle. And the stillness in the heart, it's literally just saying, just sit for five minutes, whether that's out in nature, like you say, John, or just in a peaceful location where you feel happy and comfortable. And just breathe and just ask your heart, what do I need to know next? What's going to serve me next? Who, who can I speak to next? Because like Leslie says, sometimes it's about reaching out to a coach or a practitioner. And like Angie says, sometimes we just know. So just ask your heart and, and it'll give you the answer. Beautiful. Yeah, it sounds like it also takes time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Pause. Patience, pause. Yeah, power. If you're yeah, if you're using a calendar to schedule everything, make sure you get yourself on the calendar, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, basically, what we're doing here is we're we're speaking to future Lisa Victoria, future Angie Aids, and future Leslie Kazanoff, um, all co-hosts on Alternative Health Tools, the podcast, where you can get this wherever you get your audio, which is really fantastic. So thank you for being here. I know Lisa, you had to get up really early, right? No, no you didn't. Nice. It's the afternoon. It's the other way around. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, 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 I'm good. I'm all good. <laughs> okay, I screwed that up. I must be human. All right, <laughs> see you all next time. God bless. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Bye.